Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here onto Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's got to get two. Lost Boy oh. Top. that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Endless and Crude Sloth. It's time for rolling. Hey, what's going on guys? Endless55. Welcome back to Time for Rolling Esports, episode number 037, episode 37. Uh, been three weeks, haven't done this, missed uh, missed podcasting with my co-host, Crude Sloth. How's it going, man? Pretty good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I've been uh, preparing for this hashtag ULC, um, right? Unified Live Championship. You had you had to say that out loud, didn't you, to make sure it wasn't ULC or UCL or UCL. Yeah, you know, UCLA, college football, you know, that's all in the mix right now, all in my brain. But um Yeah, unified. Hey, how, how about that intro? How about that intro? Dude, yeah. the intro First time they've heard it. First time they've heard it. Finally we got the intro. It's been a while. Time for rolling had theirs. We made our new one. Yeah, man, I was pretty pumped. I hope everyone enjoys it. New intro, Vanglory music. We got, we just got so much stuff going. We're, we're trying to sound like a real podcast. Trying to. Baby steps. Baby steps for sure. So yeah, this is our prediction episode for the Summer Unified Live Championship in Los Angeles EU Top uh six right yep top six eu versus top six na na versus na eu versus eu we've got all the action this upcoming weekend friday saturday sunday gonna be three days of madness so real quick let's just break down the seating so we can kind of remember how teams ended up after the two splits for the summer season we'll start with eu of course at the top we do have sk gaming Number two, we have Fnatic. Number three, we have Mouse Sports. Number four, we have Dynasty. Number five, we have Clash. And number six, we have G2 Esports round out the bottom. Um, so, you know, EU, always been close. Always a lot of teams that go back and forth in those uh, in their splits. So I know that'll be interesting day one of EU play. On the NA side, we have number one, Team Solo Mid. Number two, Cloud9. Number three, with Nova. Number four, ham or immortals. Number five, hammers, and number six, tempo storm. Uh, obviously, Team Solo Mid and Cloud Nine have been always the favorites in, in in these type of tournaments. So I'm interested to hear your picks. I'm interested to see how this weekend will end up. So uh, why don't we go ahead and get right into day one, which is our regional play. First matchup is Mouse Sports versus G2. Number three versus six. You know, me and you had a little conversation today 
about this matchup and who we think is um, the better team. My argument is, you know, G2 had a, you know, the players had a rough two splits. They had a lot going on with school and a player traveling. So I believe they've always been better, but, you know, they just couldn't practice and prepare. While you think Mouse Sports is, uh, they're just coming in with momentum. They've been playing well. You think they're going to carry that in? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm actually picking G2 Esports. Oh, ah, okay. So but I was just arguing. I was just arguing with you because, I mean, we've kind of seen, you know, Mouse Sports in the beginning, especially the beginning of the summer here, they were they were a dominant team. I mean, they won, what was it, the first two, I know the first two weeks, was did they win three weeks? I don't remember. It's been too long. Too far back. Yeah. Anyway, so I was just making the argument, and they finished kind of strong too. Yeah, they were kind of, I guess, worse in the middle, and they had some stuff going on too. So I'm not saying that, you know, Mouse Sports is definitely going to win this. I see what you're saying, but I just I don't think you should count out mouse sports, especially since they're the higher seed. Well, we do know it is EU, so unfortunately, it's hard to predict. Anyone can be anyone. Uh, some other things I had talked about coming into this, you know, just man, I'm the doom. They did compete last season on stage, um, you know, but we see G2 roster being a team that's been around for a while. Uh, one thing I I particularly want to look out for is, uh, you know, Dark Potato Man. If he pulls out that weapon power lance. That is something that has, you know, gotten him 20-some kills in one match in a VG8 game, you know, let alone just a casual game. So, you know, if he's playing a hero like that, um, I really just think G2 is going gonna, is gonna to thrive in this first matchup against Mount Sports. I think it'll be good games. Uh, Apfel, you know, he's someone that I'm kind of questionable about. I personally do not remember ever seeing him on a stage in a scene like this. He may have been. Uh, but I know this squad, uh, they really need to keep their composure on stage. Just man, I'm the doom. Make sure they uh, keep communication. They don't lose their, you know, their cool because, you know, mental game, no matter what, is, is pretty important. And I, I think G2 just has the edge. I, uh, I think captains, man, the captains is where it's going to come down to and figuring out which yeah. captain is going to, you know, make the plays for his team. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Was just, I, I mean, for me, it's more with G2. It's Keanu Nukoa and his, his shot calling of how well he can lead this G2 team and, and try to get them back to where they were in the, in the last Unified Life Championship where they were the top dog of the EU. So it'll be interesting to see, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. All right, so we both are picking G2 for this uh, first matchup here. Uh, second matchup is Dynasty versus Clash. Uh, this is a little interesting one just because of you know, a lot of people are actually kind of picking Clash to be, you know, to maybe upset Dynasty here. Clash does have that fifth seed. Uh, while I think, like I mentioned, G2, I do think they are better than their sixth seed position. Uh, we do have Clash with Hell's Devil, uh, Mercellis, and Agony. And then we got Dynasty with Mowgli. PT Lamb, which actually I've seen that Tricky is actually playing, not PT Lamb. Uh, so I did not know that. And then we have Recumeza, which is the jungler for jungler, right? Is he, yeah, he's the jungler, or is he the laner? Yeah. Either way. Uh, yeah, you're. No, he's he's jungler. So either way, Dynasty. Mowgli. I don't know. Who do you? How, what do you? How do you, do you think Mowgli is just the key to this matchup? Yeah, Mowgli, with his experience and being able to lead this team, I think 
I mean, I'm going with Dynasty. Did you say that you were going with Dynasty? Is that your pick? I, I hadn't picked yet, but yes, I am going to Dynasty as well. Yeah, I just think with Mowgli's experience that he's going to lead this team. Uh, he's definitely played on stage before. Um, you know, I, I have the least amount to say probably about this one. I I, I actually think that Dynasty will handle him pretty pretty easily. So um, Clash, they're just it between all their team name changes. Uh, I just think that they're gonna they're they're going to struggle because they're confusing the crap out of me and I don't want them to win. So that's what I'm going with. That's a great reason, I guess. Um, Yeah. Just because their team name, they change a lot. So you just think they're going to lose because of that. (laughs) Yep. That's it. All right. Well, I mean, looking at clash team, um, you know, agony, he's definitely going to be the the player to, to make the big plays for his team to, if they're, if they are going to pull the upset, he's my player to watch in this matchup just because, um, you know, Hell's Devil, while he's a great captain, I don't think he's a Mowgli-level captain. So I think it definitely comes down to Agni, who's had, he's been around for a while. I think he'll be uh, the key player for Clash. If he does play his top game, I think they can pull it off. But I just think Mowgli has probably been boot camping the crap out of his teammates, making sure they're training, preparing, watching VODs, and doing everything they can leading up to this match. So uh, I think Mowgli will have a relatively easy first matchup here i could uh bite my words later on we'll have to see but that is match two that is our eu play for uh day one uh, moving on to our na play for day one we have a uh, nova versus tempo storm you know both these teams and these splits we've kind of seen them struggle uh nova being good and then bad and then tempo being really bad and then you know kind of getting their stuff together towards the end of the split so um you know this is an interesting matchup we look at the players. We have Nova with Starboy, Truth, and Lone Delphi. And we have Tempo Storm with Lost Boy, Gatsby, and Hyde. So Tempo, you know, you maybe see some players that are more experienced. Lost Boy Top, he's been on stage many of times before. Nova, uh, none of them have actually been on the stage. Lone Delphi was on the stage for uh, that run the gauntlet preseason type hype event. But, you know, that's not really the same. This is a much different environment. Right. Definitely with Truth and Lone Delphi being young, Starboy, you know, being young really himself, but him being the oldest one on that squad. Definitely got to take the leadership role and making sure those young guys keep their head together. So uh, let me hear your pick first and your reasoning behind it. So I'm going to go with Nova just because I think with Lone Delphi, um, like you said, he hasn't really done the experience on stage, but I think he's a good enough player to – I mean, he would be my player to watch in this. I think he's going to carry this Nova team. They've been playing well as of late when we saw them, you know, last play. Um, you know, Tempo Storm with, with the guy with Gaps, Gatsby, uh, you know, Selena leaving the team. Uh, I just, I don't know if they're they're quite there. I think they're they're right in it. They're right with Nova, but I think that Nova's just going to be able to pull this one out due to Lone Delphi in the jungle play. Um, I'm just kind of also excited to see how much, you know, if this meta really changes over the past three weeks. I mean, it's not going to change because they're still playing on 2.7, but if people try to pull out surprises and stuff like that, that'll be another big thing to watch. Well, what you'll have is people trying to imitate what happened in East Asia Championship that just happened that last weekend. So you may see some teams try to practice some last-minute things and try to see some counters. You know, I agree with you, but I also disagree. I think the player here that's going to make the big difference is going to be Truth. 
Uh, I would like to know how many triple kills he's gotten in the last splits. I think he may be leading that category. He's always done a great job of extending fights and even turning fights when you know you think there's no way that Nova's going to win it. Uh, so I think truth is really a key here. Obviously, we do have the coach, Belligerent. He is someone behind the scenes who has worked with Gangstars as his first kind of coaching gig, learned a lot there at that position. So he's probably been doing a lot for this young squad. He's going to be on stage up there helping them, you know, draft that kind of stuff. So that'll be big for Nova. Same with Tempo Storm. They have their own coach behind them. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Gatsby and Hyde uh, do with Lost Boy, who's been on stage before and has done this, uh, you know, this process before. It's not really a new thing for him. So... I'm picking Nova, I think Truth, and I think you make a great point. Delphi has a great opportunity here to shine. I've seen Delphi struggle and, you know, try to play some stuff that he's not necessarily comfortable with. So I'm hoping that Truth can kind of feed off of Delphi and they can kind of be that lane jungle nightmare we've seen with, like, DNZO and T-Tigers and even over an EU scene. You got, you know, Tyrus and Gavalfar. Like, if, you know, the jungler's playing well, that, you know, that allows your laner to you know, perform even better. So, you know, the captain play. I mean, how can how, how can you cheer against Lone Del or not Lone Delphi, uh, Starboy as well? Like, I mean, come on, that dude's just it's such a troll with all of his, you know, uh, the emotes and all the push to win. And so I just, I love it. Yeah, he's a fun player to watch. Lost Boy Toph, obviously being a veteran legend of Vainglory, uh, can't always, you know, root against him. So this is a hard matchup, but I think, I think Nova will have the edge here. I think looking forward to day two, Nova is the better team to move on and play some of those higher rank EU teams. So yeah, then our next matchup is Immortals versus Hammers here. Uh, another pretty interesting match that we're looking at here. Uh, yeah. The, the rosters real quick before I hand it over to you. We got Max Green, DNZO, and T-Tigers from Immortals. Uh, this is obviously T-Tiger's old team, Hammers. He's playing against his old team with starting all over Archaic. And then we have Poli or Polly, whatever it is. I don't know how to pronounce it. But we do not have Playboy Afro. He could not travel play whatever reason. So this is a change for Hammers. Obviously, it's been some time. They've had their time to practice. But for me, this does make a difference seeing uh, Poli in there as the captain. I uh, Yeah, I 100% agree. I just think with... Immortals, um, I've been cheering for them for a while now to get them, you know, back into VGA. They got back into VGA. They made it into the Unified Live Championship. Um, T Tigers, we know how, you know, he's he's a big fear in the jungle. You know, Von C, he, he, that that's his toughest challenge. We know what this dude can do. Uh, D'Anzio, he's had plenty of experience on the live stage as well. So to count out or to put these two together, I think that they're really going to be able to perform extremely well. Um, so. Not only do I think that they're just the better team, but then you add in the fact, like like what you had said, is that Hammers has uh, Poli instead of um, Starboy Afro. Playboy Afro. I said that right. Playboy, yeah, Starboy Afro. I don't. I combine two of them. You could, there. dude. Anyway, yeah, combine them. I mean, <laughs> that'd be a great captain, right? <laughs> we did have Playboy as a as an MVP for a week, so like he's he stepped up. He started making some plays. Definitely his Baptiste, you know, this Echo. So like. Playboy yeah. doesn't wasn't just some average captain. He was, and I'm not saying Polly won't be one either. He has played before. We've seen him play, and he's done decently well. But when it comes to maybe the behind-the-scenes shot-calling type comfortability, maybe Playboy was the better fit for them, and now Hammers kind of has to deal with this. 
archaic has been someone who's kind of allowed starting all over to shine kind of fed off archaic he was great in the jungle with his samuels and you know even his kestrel so it's interesting to see archaic have a big challenge in the jungle with two tigers uh for me this is easily the match to watch for day one um i think this is my match to watch for day one for sure just because you yeah. have you know two big squads that can easily if whatever team can win this matchup and make it to the next day they can easily run to the finals so this that's why this is probably my match for week one and like you mentioned already once this is two tigers and dnzo this is this is where they shine the stage so having them on stage dnzo with his little smart smirk and his smart comments about you know he just is, he's so confident and he's just he's the perfect amount of cocky so it's gonna be fun to watch Immortals back up there on stage. I'm super excited. It's a great, it's a great match to end day one. For for as young as Dienzio is too, it's amazing for the amount of confidence. You know, I mean, you see a 15 year old get up on a live stage in front of people or have that much pressure. I feel like most 15 year olds, is he or maybe 15 or 16? I don't even know 14. How old he is I think now. he's 14 or 15. Oh, he's 14. Okay, so yeah. Anyway, I just know he's young, and I just it amazes me that this kid can get up there and do what he does and play to the, the level that he plays to. So, yeah, I think neither I got immortals. actually picked. I was just going to say, I think we just kind of, I got immortals. we've just been talking about immortals, but we never actually said it. Yeah. I, I have immortals yeah. as well. I mean, it was hard starting. He's, he's kind of like a truth in my opinion. He can just get triple kills like you would never believe. And he can really just carry his team. So, but I think when you get down to the top six teams, you can't carry anymore, and it is a three-man uh, effort here. So I think Immortals, when you look at the squad, Max Green is someone who is finally getting his moment to actually shine on the big stage instead of you know kind of being in the background. This is a good time for him. He needs to step it up as well. So I think overall Immortals does have the edge here. So that is our day one. We do see a pretty exciting day one, I would say. It will be... Uh, yeah. It will be a make or break for us figuring out brackets. Obviously, um, I think, I think depending on NA side for me personally, I think no matter what team wins, I don't think it really changes my picks for day two. EU side, eh, that could affect it, especially if Clash does pull up the offset. But let's go ahead and look then over. Do we have all the same picks? We do, don't we? Yes, we do. Of course. All right. Day two, then, let's go ahead and take up these picks. This is where we get our one and two seeds from NA and EU. This is when the fun starts to happen. This is when the upsets start to happen. Uh, obviously, when you have an NA, P the NA crowd, uh, a lot of their brackets do end with Cloud9 and TSM. So uh, this is when, you know, big things can change depending on how matches end up. Uh, first matchup, let's go ahead and break down this Cloud9 versus Dynasty. I have not introduced Cloud9's roster yet. That is, of course, Gabe Vizzle, Old School, and I Love Joseph. Obviously, very, very three known well, well-known players, talented players. Uh, does, yeah. does Mowgli have the ability to, to carry these two young guys with him to beat this Cloud9 team? No. Sorry. Not a chance. Uh, Cloud9, they're just too good. Mowgli, you're, you're a god in Europe, but um, as history shows us that NA is greater than EU, so unfortunately, I don't think it, it is time for you to take down an NA team. Uh, I do have a EU team being an NA team, but we'll get to that later. So, yeah, Cloud9 with, you know, just, I mean, uh, Gabe Vizzle, I Love Joseph, and Old School, all these guys, they've, they've done this time and time again, and 
I'm sorry, I just can't see them not in the championship. I don't know what else to say about them. You know what I'm saying? Like they're 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 too good. Yeah, I mean, you just have a team like Cloud Nine who has so much different comps and different things they run and tricks up their sleeve. And even if they do, you know, have to play a comp that they're not comfortable with, you know, the heroes that they play, you still see all of Joseph and old school just playing extremely well. Old school can just fall back onto that crystal adagio, which I know you have talked about in the past that you love so much. And it's a very high success rate probably for him. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what teams do. Like you had talked about, I think meta has changed in three weeks, even though it is the same patch um who knows what right. these teams will be playing and trying uh east asia we did see a weapon power grace so all these things are out there that can happen i just think you know with gabe he's right now the best captain out there i think he does the best with his abilities makes the least amount of stakes uh flash x is right behind him so uh yeah i think cloud nine does take this game and it is a pretty hard matchup for dynasty Absolutely. So, moving on to the next matchup, we got Fnatic versus Nova. Correct? We do. Uh, looking at Fnatic's roster, Netzlet, Tetno, JJ, and Palmatora. I mean, this is my team that I said has the best chance to beat an NA team. Looking at this Nova squad is a squad that I I like a lot personally, and when it also comes just a straight skill and just uh, how the team is all together. But uh, this Fnatic team is the is the one team I think EU has the chance to beat an NA team. Uh, we know we've seen these guys around forever. It's an All Star squad. They came together to form this team. They've had some up and downs. You've been a big fan of them. Are you going to continue that big fan, or are you NA all the way? Uh, no, I'm actually EU on this one. This is an EU team that makes it through and takes out an NA team. Uh, like pretty much what basically we were talking about with these guys. They, they've been around. I've said it since they first came together. I don't even know back when that these guys are so good when they get their synergy together that they can just dominate. And Nova is not a strong enough team that's going to be able to take these guys down. So I do have Fnatic moving on to the next day. Unfortunately, as much as I do like Lone Delphi and think he can show off and kind of shine on this stage, it's, it's going to come up short for him here. But, uh, yeah, I got Fnatic on this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, so do I, man. I got Fnatic winning. I just think that uh, Truth and Delphi just can't quite pull off the the experience difference, especially. I think they have to uh, make a lot of, I would, I would not say, like, surprising picks. I don't think there's going to be that much innovation coming out of them. I just think Fnatic just having the experience, and I just I really think so. The other thing that is going to be noticeable here is this the crawl that's been around right now. Cruel crawl. I know a lot of people pronounce cruel. You know, seeing Palmator is one of his past heroes that he played a lot, and he was really good. And that was a band picked hero in East Asia, a big time. If you did not see physics from her, she made a chart. Shout out to her. It was the band pick rate for EA for East Asia, which I'm actually kind of mad she made it because it just makes it that much more clear about where the meta is going to go. And I was kind of hoping to have some of these heroes go unnoticed. I'm not saying all the other competitive scene doesn't already know, because I'm sure they do. But she just shines a light on it even more, because people know she knows a lot about you know the stats and stuff behind. So you know, seeing yeah. seeing people like Crawl that is being banned, even in East Asia, like 
that kind of scares me for NA. I'm not saying NA players don't play crawl as well, but I do think EU may have an advantage on those crawls. So that'll be interesting to see. But we know we have seen Delphi run that crawl before himself. So anyway, sorry, tangent over. I mean, going off that, though, you're right. I mean, the whole crawl thing. But another another side you could look at as well, which I think is the Vox. If Tetno JJ gets that Vox, he's so good with that Vox. So I think that'd be another thing that Nova needed to look at to try to uh, – do as much as they can to either you know get it on their side or ban it out so they're not playing against it because i think Tenno jj and that vox it's a deadly combination and then you throw that curl in there that that's not good for nova so yeah and that's when coaches come and play so if fanatic has someone behind the scenes that has been helping you know the three players instead of them worrying about who is the other team in playing you know they can take care of that i know belligerent has probably been looking at that looking ahead who will we play and what can we prepare for knowing those heroes and their success rate probably on those heroes That'll be big for Nova to kind of win during the draft phase. We know Vainglory right now, with the amount of heroes we have, you can win kind of in the draft phase. Obviously, Mechanic does trump all, but, you know, the the draft phase is very important. So, that's rough. It's rough for me to pick Fnatic. I just think here, Fnatic has the best chance to beat a team and move on to day two, or excuse me, like the day three semifinals finals uh area so i you know i do i did write down that you know if nova wins day one and they come in you know playing extremely hot they can knock you know fanatic out of their sink you know early game aggression that's going to be important for nova against that fanatic team so that's going to be a great matchup for day two i think that'll be a pretty exciting one probably more exciting than cloud nine and dynasty so let's move on to our third game which is this one's this one's pretty exciting as well uh, we do have the first ranked seed SK versus Immortals, which is number four. So, introducing the SK roster as Ralph, Tyrus, and Cavalfar. Tyrus, arguably the best jungle jungler in EU right now. Um, I think, I don't know, man. This one's hard for me as well. Just knowing that Immortals is coming in, like coming out of Challengers, making it through VGA to somehow get to this point. I don't think they're going to be stopped. Uh, this is a very this is a very big head-to-head matchup for me, especially when it comes to laners and junglers. T Tigers versus Tyrus, DNZO versus Kavalafar. Where do you give your advantage in that situation? Who who do you think is better, T Tigers or Tyrus? Go. Uh, I'm giving it to you, T Tigers. Sorry, I just as much as I've watched T Tigers, um, he's he's just too dominant. You know, I mean, I would say arguably some of the best junglers are from the NA, and when you have other and a jungler saying that their competition is NA. And time and time again, we see NA defeat EU. I have to give it to T-Tigers. And I'm also going to give it to DNZO. I think it's just because also another big thing is SK and how much they kind of fluctuate uh, from, I mean, we saw throughout, you know, the VGA, you know, them battling with Fnatic, you know, sometimes we would see SK lose on day one, and then sometimes they'd be in the championship game. I mean, you and I know how it goes when you pick EU. You, you think you got it right, you might as well pick the other one, and then it just starts playing mind games with you because you're like, I, I don't know who... It depends on what team shows up this day. So to answer your question, I'm going NA. Yeah, so I agree with T-Tigers, Tyrus. I think T-Tigers does have the advantage, a slight advantage. I think Tyrus is much better than people give him credit. I think he does a great job of making decisions. Kavalafar, on the other hand, while he has been around for a very long time, I think he's extremely good. I have sometimes in some matches I've questioned his decision making uh, when he goes in, and that could be more of just the teammates not necessarily being on the same page as him as well. But I think DNZO just does a better job of 
knowing when he can survive, knowing what his hero he's playing can handle and what he can handle in a situation. I think D'Anzio is actually the person to watch, and he'll be the big difference in this match. It's because if he does out out Lang of Alfar, like I think he's going to, I think Immortals is actually going to take this game, you know, pretty, not easily, but a lot easier than what people would think. So I have Immortals beating this SK squad. Number one, SK. Uh, I'm not saying they don't deserve number one, but I don't think they're the strongest number one seed we've seen. Why Why are we picking all the same picks? People are going to think, we, we're not even together. I have no idea going into this who you all picked, and I picked Immortals too. Why do we always do this? I just think it's hard right now with the amount of teams we have in this scene, uh, with the amount of games they play. Uh, there's a yeah. there's a pretty big pattern about who wins, and you know until EU proves us wrong, I think logically people are going to pick NA, and uh, we don't have enough information when it comes to NA versus EU. Me and you are obviously big NA people. We spend a lot more time yeah. studying NA, and we touch here and there on EU. So when we get to these matchups of EU versus NA, we obviously know more information about the NA squad. So naturally, we have a slight bias. But I think when you do look at the teams in general, I just think Immortals will have the better, you know, type, the better, I guess, advantage coming out. You know, going back to physics once again, she tweeted out like, I don't think EU teams realize what they're about to face. Like. She thinks no EU team yeah. is going to touch an NA squad. And coming from her, again, like, what she says is the truth. So, I mean, it was hard. For looking at that Fnatic Nova, I think that is a, a close matchup. Uh, but I think these other matchups, the NA versus EU, aren't going to be nearly as close. And that's why I'm excited for Worlds, man. We can, you know, figure out the whole EA versus NA, which one's better. We got a little taste with Rox Armada versus Cloud9 when Cloud9 was coming off the best performance they've had, so we had a little taste there, but Worlds is going to prove all. That's not for a while, so uh, for yeah. now, we got to deal with Summer, then Autumn, then Worlds, I think, I believe. Who knows what will actually happen, but uh, yeah. All right, so me and you, Immortals, we haven't picked anything different yet. What's what's? Hold on, real quick, real quick. Hypothetically, would you go Fnatic? If, if, if it was Fnatic versus Immortals, would you still go Immortals, or would you go Fnatic? Hypothetically, just for fun. I would pick Immortals, yes. Okay. I just think... Yeah, I, I think I might go with Fnatic. I don't know. I, don't know. I think Fnatic... I think, personally, the Fnatic team is the number one out of Europe. I just don't trust SK Gaming enough. They can play extremely well, but then there's other weeks that they lose week one, and they, they are not together. So, I just think... I think Fnatic. I think Fnatic that, is... That's just for fun. Probably, the, probably number one right now. But also, I'm, I'm a big believer in G2 right now. I really do think that they're coming off... They're coming into perfect, uh, perfect schedule for them, where they have time to practice and everything's falling into place. So, G two, which is the next matchup against TSM, unfortunately, it is a very hard matchup for them. Uh, I think G two would probably have a solid chance against Nova and Immortals both. But I think this TSM squad with Flash, Best, and Bonsi, um, a team that has been around for a long time, a team that fell just short during the spring. Unfortunately, did not get the goal they wanted. I know it was pretty heartbreaking. Flash X, he's trying to end on a high note. He wants to retire in his career, start his new career. And uh, I think there's no better way to do that than end summer with a championship. So this first matchup for me, or the TSM versus G2 matchup, while I think you know Hondor is going to give up a good fight against Best Chuck, I think Bon C is the player to watch. He... Is one who's going to be able to control Dark Potato, even if he does get that one for Lance Von C. 
you know, playing, you know, just them picking counters. They make all their great, the best decisions. Definitely in the drafting phase, Lucky Bread is going to pull out who knows what. I'm kind of terrified to see what he does come up with. I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see TSM back in action. I'm excited to see Flash X try to get his championship. Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree. I'm going to go with TSM on this one as well. Pretty much for the same reasons you're saying that, you know, TSM, this is, this is kind of Flash X from what, from what he said, it's just kind of like his last ride. Um, I think he's going to, you know, obviously try to go out on top or want to go out on top. So I think the past three weeks, these guys have been practicing, trying new stuff. Um, you know, like you said, lucky bread, he's a very smart, uh, player as well to help them get, you know, different comps, different, uh, players in different positions. Um, so yeah, I, I just think that G2, while you're right, I agree. They, they're good and they had time to practice compared to what they did earlier in the season. They're just not, I, I, I don't think it's not just G2. It's any team that's going to go up against this TSM. I don't know if they're going to be able to beat them. So, uh, for me, it's TSM moving on. All right. So we do have our semifinals set along with going into finals here. Um, this first matchup is TSM versus Immortals, correct? That's what I have. Yes, sir. All right. So, Immortals, um, they've played well. The last split, they had to fight their way into uh, the VGA, obviously the Unified Live Finals. Um, it's going to be a great matchup. Bonsi versus Sea Tigers, a jungling duo. We've seen that matchup before. We've seen Bonsi struggle with it as well. So this is this is big for Bonsi. This is big for his, you know, his Vainglory career. If he can kind of surpass his rival and figure out how to beat him, Flash X, he needs to be ready. He needs to be on point. He can't be making mistakes. We have seen him be a little questionable with some crucibles in the past and maybe just making some slight errors here and there. Uh, I just think TSM's out for blood. They're prepared for this tournament. I think they've done the right amount of preparing. They're not. You know, they didn't practice so much where they all get drained and they come into the tournament, you know, not, you know, over-prepared, I guess I should say. And uh, I, I just think TSM is going to win this one against Immortals. Uh, this was extremely close for me. I sat here and I debated. I was like, do I do it? Do I not do it? Um, I, I just couldn't do it for the whole flex, Flash X reasoning. Um, but, yeah, I think TSM is going to win this one. Uh, unfortunately, T-Tigers, DNZO, they're going to fall a little bit short. Um, but it, it honestly, it would not surprise me if Immortals did beat TSM. Like, if there's any team other than Cloud9 in the NA that I think can do it, it would, would be Immortals. So, um, yeah, I got TSM moving on to the, the the championship round. Yeah, I think that'll be something we talk about in our hot take is we need to pick one team besides Cloud9 and TSM that we think has the best chance to make it to the finals. Um, and, yeah, I kind of agree Immortals is probably going to be that team. They When they're playing to the highest potential – they're playing to their win conditions. Immortals can, you know, they're pretty hard to be stopped. So this next matchup then, we both have a TSM in the championships. Not something we're not used to. Cloud9 versus Fnatic, though. This is an interesting matchup here. We got Cloud9, uh, arguably one of the best teams since spring. They struggled, obviously, in the splits just because of them maybe mm, taking it easy on themselves, not over-practicing, not getting drained of the game taking some time off during this two that the splits for summer. Uh, we look at Fnatic, you know, wanting to be that team to make it to the finals, wanting to be that team to finally win it for EU. Obviously, that's something that needs to happen. I just don't think Fnatic has it. I just don't think 
They can possibly draft well enough, can possibly play well enough. They can't out-mechanic Isle of Joseph in old school. While I, I think it'd be good for the Bangalore scene to see Fnatic do it, I'm going to have to stick with Cloud9, and I'm just going to have to be basic and have a Cloud9 versus TSM final. Yeah, uh, I can't disagree with you. I mean, you kind of like what you said with Cloud9. They, you know, they won the Unified Live Championship for the spring. Um, they kind of took it easy there for a while, but we did see, you know, the second split. They cranked it up, and they closed the gap between TSM and them, and they almost had first place. So I think when they want to, you know, when they're ready to their focus and they're all about it, they are going to bring some serious heat. And I don't think that they want to be the one of the first teams to lose to a Europe team or, you know, I guess allow a Europe team to the to the championship. So I think they're going to bring it. Um, unfortunately, Fnatic, it, it, it goes back to the whole Europe thing. You know, you never know which team's going to show up. If they're going to have the nerves or if they're going to be able to, to uh, stay calm enough to beat Cloud9, I don't think they'll be able to do it. I think Cloud9, you know, they're in this position. They know exactly what to do. Uh, their comps are amazing. Their drafts are normally extremely, extre extremely good. So I just have to go with C9 going to the, the finals against TSM. Pretty basic, just like you said. So all right, we have our basic finals. We have our we have our TSM versus Cloud9, something we've seen over and over, you know. But this is not just going to be split to weekend number three, Cloud9 versus TSM, where one team just wins because they played better. This is going to be... Crazy drafts. Each game is going to be a chess piece in the drafting. Banning this to pick this. They're going to be comps that we've never seen. It's probably going to be one of the most exciting Bangalore we've probably ever seen. It's going to be the most intense Bangalore we've ever seen. Even if it isn't Cloud9 versus TSM, you're going to have probably one of them in the finals. And just yeah. what they're going to be playing is going to be nuts. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for this. Um, I mean, what else can you expect? It's a Vanglory classic. I think it'd be great to see. So, who do you got, man? Can you can you put away your personal feelings and pick the team that you think is best, or do you just have to hope Flash X finally gets the win championship he deserves? You know, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Flash X, and I think that he's gonna come out on top as a champion he's been around the game too long he's worked too hard too hard and too long not to finish out on top um you know i guess maybe a secretly a part of me is hoping that he doesn't win so that you know he has to come back for another season right i, I don't throw, just just throwing that out there there's a possibility you know uh so maybe i'll tweet at flash x and encourage him if, if he doesn't win that you know well you should go out on top so uh but no i do think it's going to be tsm over cloud nine and uh this is what I think. Now, what I actually hope would be like a TSM versus SK, a one versus one from Europe and North America. I think that's everyone's ideal situation. But unfortunately, we're going with, you know, what I think is actually going to happen, not what I would like to see happen. So for me, it's just TSM and they're uh, they're going to they're going to be cloud nine. I think, you know, TSM's out for blood. They're out to uh, revenge themselves, you know. They've done it this before. They've won their cha a championship after they struggled, after they were playing, you know, just in a rut of playing bad, and they come back, bounce back, win, win a title. And I think that's just where TSM's at right now. Uh, they fell short in spring. They practiced hard in summer, got to the top position again, got themselves in a spot where they can hopefully succeed in summer live championship. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're here. 
to win. I think Flash X is here to finish strong and finish out his Vainglory career. Uh, if he does decide to retire, who knows what has changed. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with TSM as well. I just think, you know, they have the best chance uh, right now between them and Cloud9 against everyone else. It's really that's what the story is. It's Cloud9 and TSM versus everyone else. Uh, unfortunately, me and you picked every of the same team. There was no disagreements, no arguments. Kind of boring, to be honest, but... You know, yeah. I, I don't. I, we can go back and look at these teams, and you know, we can easily argue the other team having a chance to win. Vainglory is very, uh, you know, if a team's playing playing well, if they have a comp that is hard to hard to counter, hard to to figure out how to defend, that team can run it, and you know, you know, essentially run the gauntlet or run this bracket to get a championship. And I think a lot of these teams have that ability. Uh, do I think Cloud9 and TSM is the the giants that stand in their way i i think so so i think either way it's safe for me and you probably say that cloud nine or tsm are going to take the win but you know looking at our hot takes we think uh you know immortals is another team that i you know if i see them in the championship i'm not gonna my jaw is not hitting any floor because i'm seeing immortals in the championship yeah exactly i mean i i think they definitely have the caliber uh, players to to make it to the, the championship, um, you know, with the Tigers and Dianzio or two of the the big names, but yeah, they they're they're my most likely to make a run if I had to pick a team. I I I'd say any other team, maybe ex the exception of Hammers, my jaw would hit the floor, but Immortals and maybe Hammers would be the only other two that I could see in a championship against a team like Team Silhouette or Cloud Nine. I I don't see any Europe team really making it that far but who knows it's it's all three days man mass chaos so yeah i mean hammers i agree with that starting all over has a really he's a really great player so he has a strong chance of making a difference even looking at nova a team that may shock everyone they may make it to sunday may uh make some pretty crazy you know has some upsets and shock a lot of people that would be interesting to see i would love if that happened as well but, uh, yeah, anyone else, uh, I really don't see them getting there to the finals. Um, that is our match. My match to watch was that Immortals Hammers game day, game day one. Uh, you know, going into Immortals being the team most likely to make a run, uh, make it to that championship game. Players to watch. So I do have an EU NA, obviously. Uh, well, hold on. I didn't get to do my match to watch. Oh, what is your match to watch? It's all of them. It's all of them? Every single Every single game. Watch every single one of them. Oh, my other match to watch was the championship series. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should probably no, watch I mean, that one. Like, especially, though, like, day two to see the NA versus EU. I mean, you don't get to see that ever. Like, I mean, day one, yeah, it'll be hype. It's going to be fun. But, you know, throughout the splits, you you don't get to see. It's always EU versus NA. I mean, no matter the team, I don't care what it is. If it's the six against the six, it's NA versus EU. It's two different styles. So, that day you have to be there. I mean, you have to be watching that. It, it's it's gonna be electric. So that's why I have that match to watch. So well, I mean, you could have been more specific, but I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent But I, you can't just pick one, man. All the games are so exciting. I, I'm just gonna from Friday to Sunday, I'm gonna be enthralled in Bangalore and just loving it. All right, throwing out big words. I like it. All right, let's move on to the players to watch. EU NA players to watch. Uh, I was kind of looking at players that are going to make the biggest difference on the squads. Uh, EU, um, I think I picked junglers for both. I think junglers do have one of the bigger impacts because 
I, you kind of feel if a jungler is playing well, the laner will play well. So my EU player to watch is Ty Ruse. I think he's the best jungler for EU. I think he has the best chance to kind of help SK. If SK is going to be a number one seeded EU team that's going to should be, quote unquote, making it to the finals, I think it's going to be a lot on Ty Ruse's shoulders. He's going to be the one to you know, allow Cavalfire to make the plays he needs in the lane, allow him to play the heroes that he's comfortable with, allowing uh, teams that maybe have to prioritize banning something from Ty Ruse. I think that's probably the biggest player that people need to look out for in EU. Um, my NA, I think when it, looking at my team, I picked a win is Team Silva Mid. Uh, Bansi, you know, we've seen him in finals before where he kind of struggles, kind of makes almost, you know, some questionable plays, becomes too aggressive. You can see the nerves that he's just not making a, as precise decisions as he normally has. But I really think if Bansi plays the best he can play, allowing Flash X to be that captain we've seen him in the past be, when we've seen him in VIPL2, we've seen him, you know, win that championship. Like, I think old Flash X comes out this weekend if Bonsi is playing the best he can play. So I think my two junglers, two players to watch, will have the biggest impact during those games specifically. So I guess I'm going to kind of feed off that a little bit as far as for NA, I'm kind of doing or I'm kind of doing two captains. I think for NA, I'm going to have to go with Flash X. Uh, I have a man crush on Flash X. I know it's kind of basic. It's your basic, of course, everyone picks Flash X, but uh, I just want this dude to do well. Um, and I mean, just kind of basically ditto to what you were saying as far as like Von C and stuff. But I want to see if Flash X can make the plays like Gabe Bizzle can. Uh, you know, All hit right. those crucibles, not, not missing a single one, not, you know, just being on point like I know he can be. Uh, but just we'll see so for na it's gonna be flash x and then for eu it's kind of split between two it's between mowgli and keanu nikoa uh just because i want to see you know keanu nikoa we know that they've been at that top spot i want to see if he can help carry them you know especially being in a six seed i mean you're at the you're at, you're the lowest eu team so can you be great and take your team to the championship or even make it that far and then uh, for Mowgli, just because, you know, he's been around in this scene for so long. I mean, one of the longest probably in Europe. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if he can finally break through that bar barrier, I guess you could say, and, and get his team to where they can, you know, actually make a, a decent name for themselves and maybe get to those semifinals or finals. So I kind of went with the captain route as far as my players to watch. Especially being, you know, Mowgli beyond Team Secret, one of the largest, like, you know, names out there, unfortunately, leaving the Bangalore scene, no longer having that support, being on Team Dynasty, who doesn't have as much rec recognition, not as big organization. So it's definitely a big challenge for them. A lot of people probably don't think about the support that uh, maybe Team Seeker right. didn't offer it. But like when you have a big organization like that, they normally allow their players to have more time to practice, more, you know, resources they can use to prepare. So, you know, Mowgli may be making a name for himself by making it far on like a small team like that. Uh, maybe even getting a new organization to pick up his team. Um, that could be huge for Mowgli in the future of his Vanguard career. Whether he is, you know, Mowgli is kind of like that Flash X. We've already seen him step away from competitive once to become that coach-type manager role, which I think that's something he really did enjoy, something he probably will do again in the future. So maybe, you know, if he plays well, he can end kind of on a high note for himself personally, maybe not winning a championship. Uh, that'd be useful for him to... Uh, you know, continue his Vanglory career on a different organization as a coach or, you know, maybe even on the same team, just adding new players. So 
Uh, those are great two players to watch for the EU. Captains, obviously, are the hardest, highest skill cap players you can possibly play in Vanglory. They make the biggest difference during these team fights, during each match. Uh, the Fountain at the last second, the Warhorn in the right time can all make the biggest difference. Warhorn, wow, let's go back to 1.6. Yeah, uh, I was like, holy cow, Warhorn. War treads. Um, so I think... Dang. I think... Uh, all right, so that's it, right? Players to watch. All right, so good. We're done with that. Yeah. Upset. Yeah. Do we do our upset? Well, mine was SK Gaming. I kind of, I kind of touched on that earlier, but. So yeah, my my team most likely to get upset would be SK as well, because I said, yeah, Immortals. You know, that's number one seed. They should be playing. You know, against a number four seed like Immortals. I think that I think they should be winning against. A team like that but i think immortals is better so yeah sk is my team to get upset hot seat cool throne i know you had two that you really wanted to talk about uh hot seat who, yeah. who's kind of who you put on the hot seat uh europe <laughs> just all of europe the entire all of europe someone's gotta someone's gotta take out some north north america teams not that i'm saying they will well but, that means that means g2 uh, has to be on your cool throne then because g2 did do it last spring so I mean, uh, kind of, I guess. kind of, they would be, I'll put them in my cool throne and then you can, you can put someone else on your cool throne. Well, I mean, it makes sense, but the only, I was going to do another basic one. I guess I'm being really basic tonight, but for my cool throne, I was going to put C9 just because, you know, they're already going to worlds. They could be, I mean, if they really wanted to, they could be like, all right, we'll just go to LA, you know, get some good food, hang out with some good friends and play a little bit of Vanglory, but no. So they don't really have to worry about much. Yeah. I think, uh, Cloud9. You know, a lot of pressure. It's kind of like the World Series, kind of like the Super Bowl. You win it, you come back the next season, you have that much more pressure, that much more eyes looking at you to see if you're that elite of a team that you can continue to win those championships. So Cloud9 has a lot of pressure riding on them. Uh, not as much pressure when it comes to qualifying for Worlds. Obviously, they've done that. So that is a nice thing for them, knowing that they do have a spot secure at Worlds. Winning another title for them will be pretty big um all right so what else what else we want to talk about you know what let's talk about this let's look at the casting crew here this is another thing that is huge for the vainglory obviously this is a big part of esports and how it works is who we have talking to us who we have announcing the games looking at talent preview for this summer live championships we got action jackson we got dan gaskin we got denominate dowsy scoundrel fuji fear the beard he's back Humanist, Jaws, Munchables, Sweet J on the desk, and Tasty Bake on the desk. We got Munchables as well. Um, okay, so let's look at this. Let's think about so many people. What is your? Who would be your top? Your best? Who's your favorite pair? Let's look at that. Who would be your two? If you had to pick two casters to cast together, what is your ultimate dream team? So we have. Uh, does it have to be? Does it have to be one from like the Europe and like yes. one from like North America side? Are we. Yep. Oh, so okay. here, here's your Europe. You got Dowsy, Scoundrel, Jaws, Humanist. No. No. Action Jackson. Doesn't he do? He's in a thing. I think there's only technically three EU ones. Okay. But let's just pretend there are only three, and we could be wrong. But Dowsy, Scoundrel, yeah. and Jaws. Who do you, who's your favorite EU one to pick? Probably. Uh, probably Dowsy. All right, so Dowsy, your NA, you got Action Jackson, Denomine, Fuji, Humanist. Uh, are you asking me? Yeah, uh, definitely Humanist without without a doubt, Humanist. All right, so your dream squad is Dowsy and Humanist. 
I guess so. I, I guess, yeah. All right, sweet. Mine would probably be Action Jackson. I think he obviously is like the head of the casters crew. So he has like been around the longest. I feel like he has a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot more insight. Fuji's really good. I think Fuji's more of an ant, like, you know, probably the desk type person. He's a lot of knowledge. Right. You know, he's more of a color instead of the play by play. Um, but so I think I'm going to say with Action Jackson for my NA, I think he is the best when it comes to that. Even if he is NA, I'm not even sure. And then Excoundrel. I think Excoundrel, when it comes to pair, favorite pair. I think Excoundrel and Action Jackson together, ooh, one of the best pairs. One of the Excoundrel is super knowledgeable, super smart. He always has a lot more knowledge in the game rather than, you know, humanist. While I'm not saying he doesn't have knowledge, he's the hype man. He's the one that you know, makes things crazy and screams and yells. So, you know, having humanists in right. Scoundrel, that's a great pair because the Scoundrel drops the knowledge while humanist just screams bloody murder and it just makes everything more exciting. Uh, you know, we've seen those Korean announcers, casters, when they're doing, you know, those matches of Ace Gaming versus, you know, <laughs> or Detonation versus Armada. Like, there's just, it's so hype. It makes the game that much more exciting. But, you know, the I whole... I wish I understood them. I think that's, that's what makes it more interesting is, it's, I have no idea what they're saying. I, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so intense because it's a good thing I know what's going on in the game because I have no clue what they're saying. Even when it's like someone just like stole a minion, they yell. Like they just start <laughs> yelling. It's like crazy things are happening 24-7. It doesn't matter who's paired up. It's going to be a great weekend for casting. It's going to be a great weekend for production for Vainglory. Big weekend for Vainglory altogether. I'm super hyped to yep. see it go down. Um, no matter what happens... Nah, I think NA is going to be on top this weekend. I think EU will perform well. I think NA teams will maybe be more surprised by how they perform. Uh, scrimmages, you know, scrims, those will be happening. So that's something people need yeah. to be thinking about. Scrims will be happening this week leading up to it. In, NA teams will be playing EU. There will be a little bit of touch or taste of, you know, what they're going to be seeing. And, you know, last in spring we saw NA teams saying, I was surprised by how good they were and we needed to prepare more for an EU team. So, I mean, who knows what has happened for the splits of summer and the off-season that kind of happened there those three weeks and up to now. So uh, that'll be interesting to see what has changed in the one week leading up to the live finals. I have nothing else to talk about. I wish I was out there in L.A. with everyone else. I wish I could meet all you crazy people that get to go to all these uh, championships. I'm pretty jealous of you. Crew, do you got anything else for them? Yeah, I mean, one day, hopefully, you and I will be able to travel out there when you're schooling settles down a little bit but um i uh, so i did take uh, friday off of work so i could watch this that you know what happened. i don't i don't think you can be any more committed you're taking off work to watch vainglory um so yeah, yeah people. I mean, if i had if i had more money i would fly out there but you know it's kind of a little tight on monday money so i mean we could we could like just airbnb your, yeah airbnb we could just maybe stay with someone else you know we could just sleep on the streets. I don't know. LA is, LA is like on fire right now. So I don't know if I really want to be. Uh, <laughs> stay safe out Dad, there, people. Though. Everyone that's going to LA, try to stay away from the fires. Yeah. So, no, I don't have anything else other than that, though. Uh, just hyped for the weekend. So, can't wait. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, TFR underscore esports. This weekend, we're going to try to be tweeting as much as possible, tweeting out clips from the matches, tweeting out polls, getting your thoughts on what's happening. Hashtag, what is it? Crude, uh, you're letting me down. Vanglory Unified Life Championship. Is, is that the hashtag for the weekend? Well, it'll be Vanglory 
U-L-T. Yeah, that's going to be it. Or is it Vainglory 8? All right. Crew doesn't know. There's going to be a hashtag. Vainglory 8? Oh, oh, wait, wait, I have it. I'm sorry. It's hashtag Vainglory Live. So make sure you guys are tweeting hashtag Vainglory Live. You'll get to see everyone's tweets that's talking about the matchups. Be involved on Twitch chat. Be involved on Twitter with us. We will see you guys in spirit this weekend. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Crude Sloth. Cheers. Yep. Cheers, my man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling. for rolling.